It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh, hope everybody had a, a great 4th of July uh, weekend. Uh, and uh, with that in mind, Brady is uh, is going to be uh, kind of dumb today on the show, but that's okay. Yes. I just I, I want to go out disclaimer. This is Brady's idea. I'm not being cruel to Brady's. I know that they are an endangered species, and uh, th- this was not my plan. Well, I don't know. I just saw that Joey Chestnut, he put down 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes in the hot dog eating contest, which is a ridiculous number. No human should be able to do that, especially when second place had like 40-some. <laughs> like at that point, you don't need to put your body through that much pain. But so I go, okay, how many do you think I could put down? And then we were talking. I said, what about 16? Give me the show. Do you think I could put down 16 hot dogs and buns? I put it out on Twitter uh, just to see what the people thought. And I asked them, how long do you think it would take me? 8% said it would take me one segment. I appreciate the sport. Not going to happen. 25% said two segments. 30% 30% said it'll take me about the whole show, and 37 said I won't finish. Okay. Well, we'll see who's right and, and who's before wrong. Before I start going <laughs> into this, because, yes, I'm using the commercials, and, yes, we're doing this in real time. Dennis would never let me cheat. Um, <laughs> I do want to mention something that next week at Marysville High School, they're premiering a documentary on the volleyball program. It is going to be Tuesday, July 13th at 7 p.m. at Marysville High School. It's going to be just over an hour long, and it's going to go through the whole history from the beginning to their championship run. So just wanted to give that a plug because they do good work. And if you're wondering about the championship run, it's like a decade long. Yeah. (laughs) Nine out of ten years, they won a state title. That's just crazy. All right. I'm going to get started on these. Dennis, um, yeah, this is going to be painful. All right. Well, good luck with that. We got a a bucket right over there. I do want to point out that we're not in our usual room, and that it's much more cramped and warm and muggy in this room today. Just just throwing that out there too. We'll be right back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. 
buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, so Brady's on his third hot dog now. Yes. Uh, I do want to add, too, that this includes the bun, uh, and Brady has brought a, a bottle of ketchup. That it looks like he's stolen from a restaurant. No, I actually bought this for like 90 cents because I like the look of it. Anyway, which, I mean, we go to Coney Island a lot, so I do wolf down those hot dogs pretty quickly. But that's like at the mo- at the most three. So I've seen you have four. Yeah, I th- when I've been really That's hungry. what I, at home, when I'm having hot dogs, I can eat like four hot dogs in under 10 minutes. But then that's it. Yeah. And you burp and, and you go lay down on the couch and sleep for the rest of the day. Uh, but uh, anyways, I remember, okay, story time. Yeah, because, uh. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a lot. We're going to get a new headset soon. Yes. So we're going to get. It's on its way. We're going it to get. Today. We're going to get guests on the show. It's just going to be, we just need a third headset so they can talk to us. Yes. Uh, so we were, it was the Border Cats. Uh, the coach was John Blum, uh, who is a. 
Jeff Blum's older brother. John actually played in the uh, NHL. He, he played uh, in Edmonton uh, with Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier and those guys. Yeah, also played with the Boston Bruins. He was actually what they call back in those days a bonus baby. Um, he got a huge signing bonus, um, and uh, he was a and which is a lot of money for basically a stay-at-home defenseman. He was a guy that shot it off the glass uh, and didn't didn't get into didn't get into trouble, and he was tough too. Anyways, after his playing career, he began coaching, and he coached his little brother and the Border Cats for uh, a season. And we were in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, the Madison Monsters were a team in the league at that time. Yeah, they had atrocious purple uniforms that uh, would make you sicker than those hot dogs are gonna. Um, by no. the way, you're on number four now. Yes, I just opened number four. So um, team meals, um, and we he took us to a restaurant in Wisconsin <laughs> where there were no knives and fork. Well, they gave us a fork. Uh, I take that back. Yeah. But there was, there was nothing else at the table, no plates, no nothing. And they brought out a couple of big buckets of spaghetti and meatballs. Like how big bucket? Like big bucket. We're a hockey team. There's 25 of us. Like, like I, There are 25 know. of us. I'm picturing sitting, like a five-gallon bucket. Sitting around uh, a, a table. It's like the Last Supper. Okay. Uh, and, and they come out and they take these big buckets of spaghetti and they just dumped them right onto the table wait just dumped them they on the just table. dumped them right on the table it's a wood table and they just dump it right on and the just table basically said go go crazy and, yep, and that's what you do you reach in with your fork and you pull out what you want and you eat it and then you reach in with and 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 half the guys decided to get up and leave and go across the street to like a McDonald's and that they weren't going to do it. Like they looked at it and go, "What the hell is yeah, this?" Everybody like, is I'm like, not eat- "What is this?" I'm and, not eating table spaghetti. And, and here's John Blum, like you know, reaching in and pulling out half the, the spaghetti over in front of him and eating away. And he's like, "What? Oh, they clean the tables. It's fine. I've eaten here before." <laughs> So that that's maybe the most interesting hockey meal I've ever had. I tried it. It was good. The table it. spaghetti was good. The, the table spaghetti was good. It was good spaghetti. It was a little weird to eat it. Maybe I probably didn't eat as much as I normally would, but at any rate. Anyway. Number five. Uh, yeah, this is number five I'm opening. but I am timing this, by the way. Oops. I also just uh, spilled myself. Oh, there you go. It's... It- <laughs> What a, it's going to be an interesting sense. show. Might as it? well make the show where we talk about all the weird stuff we saw. You need a uh, napkin or something. And there to, probably isn't any in here. Yeah, anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, um, it might be important to get to it sooner than a second. <laughs> anyway. Otherwise, we'll so be buying we, more we, equipment. We figured, since it's such a weird show, might as well talk about all the weird stuff we've seen all year. Because 241 games... You, you see, see some a, weird things. Yes. And some of it we didn't really remember so we, until we started talking about it. And then you, you, you realize, like, even little things you forget about. Like, I had a softball game. We were talking about this the other day. Uh, that ended in a tie because the umpires didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, that, that was in a tournament. So it, it wasn't was. like a regular season right, game. But it was the last game of the tournament. And... Yes, st- that it was North Branch and Stevenson, and if I think if North Branch won, 
and your game was close on the other field, and Richmond lost, North Branch could have won the tournament. Now, whatever that means, if you want to say it doesn't mean much, go ahead. But it was a tournament, and they could have still won it. And you're out there all day, so, yeah. I mean, you want to do the best that you can do. And the whole point of going to a tournament is to say you're the best team there. And it's the last game, so it's not like you had a game behind it. And they get the last out in the seventh, and they go, all right, we're going to the eighth. And then the umpires just went, nope, and started walking away. And uh, I come back on, and I just go, we're not going to extra innings. This uh, The umpires just left, so there's no more game. And, yeah, I had a tie because the umpires were done because they had been out there all day. And they're like, nope, doesn't say we go to extra innings. Don't care if it's the last game. It's a tie. Now, same tournament because that was the tournament uh, North Branch was playing Richmond in an earlier game, and that was the uh, tournament where the home run got taken away. So Richmond yeah. was up in the first inning, and they – they went off. Van Scooter let off with a home run. Uh, later in the uh, inning, uh, Black hit a home run. Then later in the inning, Van Scooter came up a second time. She hit a home run. And then Piper Clark came up, and she hit a home run. And as Piper Clark was rounding the bases, there, Howard Stewart reached out, and they kind of touched fingertips, kind of a, you know, we call it a high five. It wasn't even really a high five. But the rule is, is you can't touch the runner until they touch home plate or it's considered aiding the runner. Although in this case, nobody was aiding anybody. They were celebrating uh, something that you don't see very often. Four home runs being hit in an inning and 10 runs being scored Yeah, in I mean, an inning. Because the home run would have made it 10 to nothing. And they still would have been batting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, North Branch complained about the, the, the hand slap, and the umpire had to call Piper Clark out at the plate for being uh, assisted. <laughs> and, yeah. And it ended up becoming a triple, a put out for the catcher, and Piper's run didn't count, so it was 9 to nothing after one inning, and that was the final out of that inning. So – um, Richmond ended up winning in a mercy 11-1. to 1. Yeah, here was one that happened, and I didn't mention it on the air because it was just so bizarre. Now, I don't remember if it was against Denby or if it was against Warren Lincoln. It was in a Marine City playoff game. <laughs> I think it was Lincoln, but I'm not sure. I, I, know, I think it was the Lincoln game. I think game. it was the Lincoln game because that game was just so damn weird already. It might as well have It wasn't that. a weird game. It was just a long game, and, was, and you were frustrated. Yes, it was awful. I'm still mad at Mason Walker for being the backup kicker and mix, missing the first extra point because it was 34 points the rest of the game. Anyway, so Lincoln had just scored near the end of the half, I want to say, to make it like 34 to 14 or to 7 to give them a little bit of life. Like, they had been struggling, and they just put a good drive together, if memory serves, and they scored. Well, they kick off to Marine City. You don't kick off to Marine City. They run the starburst, touchdown, and I see a kid basically go, forget this, throws his helmet down, takes off his shoulder pads, starts walking away, and I'm like, and I'm watching this, 
And it's like during that time where I'm tweeting out that someone just scored and a little bit of a downtime. And I see him just start, like he threw his shoulder pads and he's walking away. And then I see him jump over top of the fence at East China Stadium, start talking to whoever he was with there. And I don't remember if he stayed, but I know he he might have walked out of the stadium and just left right then. <laughs> Middle of the game. Go to the bus, or did they not have a bus? I don't. They had a bus. I I don't know if he left, but I remember him standing like in the corner by the long jump pit, and I was like, oh, that's not something you see every day. <laughs> not something you see every day, or or is it? Because I it happened to me twice this year. Um. First, it was Fitzgerald at Northern in boys basketball. And uh, my, my brother was refereeing, and he's the one that, that called the, the technical on the scorekeeper for Fitzgerald. <laughs> Did you ever find out what he said? It, no, you know, and, and my brother just said he was chirping him about something. And, and it wasn't even his call. It was somebody else's uh, call. And... Uh, so the guy just kept yapping, and it's a 30-point game. Northern's killing them. Yeah. So it's – and I found out later, too, that the scorekeeper was the coach's uh, – Fitzgerald's coach's father. So, <laughs> so, anyways, he got teed up, and so you think, okay, I'll never see that again. Playoff game, Cardinal Mooney, scorekeeper – Gets a technical, well, and that's the same game that uh, that Coach McAndrews uh, got uh, got tacked out. And somewhere, Brandon Folsom is cackling that we just brought this up, because if you ever notice, he likes to uh, give him a little bit of a hard time for having to sit down and getting kicked out of a game. And then he didn't. If you, if I remember you saying it right, he didn't really earn the ejection. No, uh, I mean like the first tech that he got in the game. He wanted to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, they were off to a bad start. This is at Southfield Christian. It's um, the, the regional championship uh, game. So you win, you go to a quarterfinal. They, I, I, they ended up losing by double digits, I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, if memory serves me. It was like 70-something. But it was a competitive game the whole but, time. Well, I mean, I felt, I walked out of the gym that night thinking, you know, Mooney was just as good as that team. Mm-hmm. Um, this should have been a better basketball game than what it ended up being. And um, he wanted that first tech to inspire his team, and it worked. Like, the, they, they played – they had a nice little run, and then it kind of went away again, and they felt that they were getting hosed on a couple of calls that kind of helped it get away again. And one thing led to another, and um, he was actually trying to protect the player, and I can't remember the player. But they teed up a Mooney player, and then was it Everhart? Eh, it might have. I, I feel I, like that's who you said. I don't know. I, I, I that that part because my short term memory is terrible. What's your name again? <laughs> yeah. How many hot dogs are you on? Um, I don't know, but I'm starting to get the meat sweats. <laughs> so, anyways, um, the, the second tee, he he really didn't, and and I don't even think it was the official who made the call who gave him the second tee. He was asking official, hey, you know. What's going on here? Why? Why? What was the call? Mm-hmm. Like, what was the original call that got my player upset? And and they threw him out of the game. So, but that, but it was weird because it all started too with 
the the scorekeeper getting a technical foul. So there are like three techs on one play against Mooney, and and the one against McAndrews was his second of the game. So so he was done. So that was the other thing. Like uh, it's hard to explain this gymnasium at Southfield Christian. It's very small school, and, and it, it's more like a, a a grade school lunchroom that's also used as the gym. Like really? They use the gym and the lunchroom together. I think I, I sent you a picture, and you could see the little room that they open up to serve the food. I know they had the behind picture, the Mooney bench. They had the picture of McAndrews peeking out. Yeah. So so just court. down the hallway, there's a little room that was like their locker room, and and yeah, I, I was in a perfect spot where I could see down this hallway, and, and Mike's poking out of the room. He was also he was in there trying to watch it too because they had the TV. The setup was there. With with the TV, but he every now and again you'd see him with his head out the the door, kind of poking down <laughs> in in earshot of the uh, the assistant coach who is now coaching. But <laughs> it was uh, that that was a that was a lot of fun, uh, and um, yeah, I just that that's the frustrating part about it. Uh, I I don't know how it changes the complexion of the game, but I think it does change the complexion of the game when your coach is not there. Um, but for a little while, Mooney went on a little run, uh, and, and it looked like they were going to be inspired maybe to a victory, but in the end, it, it didn't happen. But kind of less about the ejections and everything. I just kind of walked away going, mm. that, right. that was one that I, I, I'd, like, I'd like to have a do-over. Mm-hmm. Like if you could have a do-over in sports – that would be one of the ones where I'd like to call a do-over and, and see that game played again because I think Mooney has a chance to win. That one in the championship game, Marysville-Owasso, like, You're gonna get that, was, that was a great game, but I'd like to see them play again. Yeah. But I think um, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we can tell the weirdest thing we've ever – I think we've told this story on here before. It actually wasn't on GetStuckOnSports.com, but it's a game we did together. And, Dennis – I think if we did this for another 30 years, we would never get something as weird as this to happen. This was, this was very weird, and it also shows that you have a volatile personality. <laughs> we'll get to it when Go we tell the break. story. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N carco.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady uh, Beaton. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right? Yeah. No, I'm pushing through. This is what, number? That's number seven. seven. Almost through a whole pack. It must be complete. Yes. I, like I understand the rules. Um, the, yeah. the the grossest thing I've, I've ever had to do was I judged a rib eating contest once. Where and why? Um, it was for the radio station. I can't remember the company, but they were they'd put ribs on the menu and they were pushing that. 
And we, we actually we did it outside in, a, in like a parking lot. And, uh, yeah, I had to count the bones to, to judge whether or not the rib had been eaten. And the bone had to be picked clean. Did you uh, have it was to, gross. Did you have to lay down the law on some people? Uh, actually, one person, yes. They, they left a lot of last bites. And it's like, nope, these are not, technically these are not finished. So they were they were upset because they thought they'd eaten like thirty ribs and they by the rules they hadn't eaten any. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, I'm on number seven and I've taken how long have I been doing this like twenty some minutes? Yep. I don't Just know. Pace yourself, you'll be all right. I know, but how the hell do people get this done in an hour in ten minutes? They're tr- they're physically trained. These are athletes. Anyway. Um, we've been talking about weird stuff we've seen on GetStuckOnSports.com over this first year because we saw a lot. We saw a game ending the tie because the the umpires were just done. We saw a home run taken away because uh, of a high, high five. five. Um, a lot of stuff, but far and away the weirdest thing we ever had was well, let me see the exact date on this. It was January 2017, and. Again, I don't think we will ever see a game like this again. Do you want to explain it while I just right, keep yeah, you, beating you, my you, face? You keep digging away. So this is a boys' basketball game at Marysville. It was Marysville against Sterling Heights. Uh, it might have at the time, too, been like an important game league-wise. Sterling Heights was undefeated, looking yeah. back at this. Yeah, and, and they had a player named Sean Kama, who that night in Marysville – couldn't miss. He couldn't miss from downtown, and he, he kept getting further and further and further. He was Steph back. Curry. He he was like taking two steps over midcourt, stopping and jacking up shots, like he expected them to go in, and they were going in. Uh, I I forget what he finished with, but he, he was around thirty nine points. Yeah, and probably seven threes at least. At least. And like I say, not like toes snug to the line threes. He was back behind the line just throwing bombs up, and they were going in. And and it, it was a back-and-forth basketball game. It was a great basketball game. But at one point in the, uh, the game, it was in the second half. I think it was the fourth quarter, like early fourth. And um, – they, they rebounded a basketball. Sterling Heights rebounded a basketball, and the kid called for timeout. Yeah, either that. Marysville made a shot something. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. It was a rebound. Yeah, he, it was, he, side, he, it was he, a sideline out of bounds. He rebounded the basketball. They kind of swarmed around him, and they got the timeout before mm. he could be tied up. Yes. Um, I think Marysville was up by, like, two or three at this point. So it's a close game. It, Marysville has the slight edge. It's a tight game, and what happens here plays a factor in how the game goes. And this is, again – Dennis, you had never seen anything like this. I don't think I will ever see anything like this. Well, I mean, I've seen officials make mistakes, but then they huddle together and they correct the mistake. Right. No harm done. <laughs> and if you need to, you put a few seconds up on, on the clock. But out of the timeout, a Marysville kid came and stood next to the I referee. I think it was Evan Lido. By the, by the scorer's table. And the ref handed him the ball and he threw it in. And Marysville ran a play and scored a basket while the Sterling Heights coach is going crazy. And it happened so nonchalantly that we basically went, oh, yeah, Mary, like, 
it was like this is supposed to happen. You know the when you say when you're doing something wrong, just act like you belong. It was like he walked up. Yep, it's our ball. Let's go. And I like you started to call the game because it was like that. I went like you could see the wheels start to click, and I went, wait a minute. Sterling Heights called the timeout, and I said that live on the air, and you're like, oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're you're right, Mary. That shouldn't be a basket. It should be Stallions basketball. Well, they just kept running. They just kept running like around the arc because they were up by a few points and they wanted to kill clock. And it was just ticking away. Well, with my loud voice, apparently the Sterling Heights coach heard me. Because <laughs> he's pointing up at us now because we're up behind the Sterling Heights bench in the Marysville gym that night. Uh, these days, I'm down at the other end when when we broadcast um, because of that game. <laughs> well, not necessarily because of that game, but um, it's just they put a camera in that other well, and I don't like being crowded in with the other people, uh, especially when there's three rooms up there. So they put cameras in the two, the middle room and the end room, and I go into the first room now. Anyways, that that's besides the point. They the referees talked about it. I think they knew that they'd made the wrong call. But they didn't reverse it. No, they and just, that's they, the weird thing that was, about they it. They just didn't respond because the coach was going ballistic. Like, he was losing his mind. And you could tell the refs stood there like, I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you. I don't care. We're playing. Like, it was one of those, you don't need to talk to me. Because he was running, yelling at the refs, turning, pointing to us, saying, they know, they know. It's our ball. Run back to the refs. Run back, turn, and yell at us. And that possession lasted for like 90 seconds. And they just And they did going. score a basket because I remember going when we went to overtime going, if they don't have that basket, we're not going to overtime. Yeah, and it went to overtime because this Sean Kama kid hit a shot from, I think, legitimately one step in front of the half-court circle. Yeah, he like I say, the, the kid was unconscious that night. But the, the coaches... You know, once once he lost it, his kids lost it. He they had a, they had a couple of players. The, the big center was the guy that really lost his mind because the game ends up going overtime. Marysville ends up winning a really close game in overtime, uh, and and as the game ends, there's an altercation on the floor, uh, and and it started out between two players, but before it was done, there were parents. There were administrators rolling around on the floor. And I'm trying to describe what's happening. And in the meantime, Brady next to me takes off his headset, climbs over the rail, climbs down the stands, and is now out in the middle of this frame. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Go ahead, explain everything you want to say, then I will get my my defense on everything. Uh, your defense on everything. Yes, go ahead. All you told me afterwards was, hey, those are my friends out there, because you hadn't been graduated that I long. I think I'd been graduated for, yeah, two years at that point. So yeah, I played you're, with, you're, you're one, at Wayne, that. you were interning for me. <laughs> and two, uh, okay, who do we want trying to keep the peace here? Do we want the 50-year-old parents? who are probably not thinking straight. and Listen to them justify this. And are also, you know, like in their 50s and they don't need to be going after kids. Or maybe someone who's, you know, like at the time, I think I was 20 years old, just getting in there and not letting 
you know, yeah, that's not going to be scandalous. 20 year old football player from Wayne State out there cracking heads. And, and I did not game. touch anyone. I ju- <laughs> and you know, I didn't. I know, but I, could, I just and in I got, my mind. I'm picturing you right out in the middle of the circus going on because it was like it calmed down. It did fairly quickly. Yes, there was still screaming and yelling afterwards. But yeah, it was. And I don't know who the one guy was. I don't know if he was a, a parent or, or an administrator, but. Um, and I'm trying to remember the players. Name. I know who it was that tackled the kid because he was going after someone. If you know, you know, I'm not going to say who it was, but we still talk <laughs> oh, about it to this day. Four years later. He's a well-respected member of the community. <laughs> I don't, I'm not putting that out there. If you, you know, if you see me somewhere out, ask me and I'll tell you the story. So the repercussions of this was that they still had another game to play uh, at Sterling Heights later in the season. And because they were so fearful of a second incident, they banned, four years before COVID, (laughs) they banned um, fans from coming to the game. I think they let, like, immediate parents. Like, parents or guardians (laughs) could come, and that was it. So, yeah, they did the... Because Brady's like, oh, you got to put this game on the schedule. We got to go do it. And I'm like, they're not letting anybody in. So, <laughs> which, which was a good excuse because I just didn't feel like going down to Sterling Heights. Because you, you know you're going to be disappointed. You know the second game right. isn't going to be anything like the first game. And and if memory serves, it wasn't. No. I think Sterling Heights might have won that one. I don't remember. But, yeah, it was uh, – I don't think we're ever going to have anything quite like that with – the timeout giving the ball to the wrong player. The kid just being a cheat code like he's playing NBA Jam. <laughs> and then a fight to top it all off. And the best part was the coach turning and yelling at us. Like, say, he wasn't they, yelling at well, us. He, he was just pointing out the fact that even the two knuckleheads doing yeah. the radio know what's going on and you guys don't. I, would, I don't know how it would have felt if the ref like was ignoring him, but when he said they know, he's like, oh. All right, never mind. <laughs> <They're ball. laughs> now that you mention it, now that you have someone to corroborate your story, yeah, well, they they did make a mistake. That that was that that crew was an already suspect crew. Because I said to you before that game, I saw the crew walk in, and I think I'm at least in my retirement days pretty fair with officials. I think I give them the benefit of the doubt now. Not Mo- when I most, played. Most guys you do. Yeah. There, there are a couple that I think you still hold grudges over. Well, I, and this was a crew because I saw them. I went, this is going to be a poorly officiated game. I told you that before it happened. And then the single worst mistake, officiating mistake I have ever seen on TV or in person happened that night. And again, like, you know, I've been doing it a long time. I've seen mistakes, but usually when somebody says, hey, they, they talk about it, and they go, yeah, you're right. We messed that up. Let, we're going to restart. None of that happened. Um, they guess, like, how much time they need to put back on the clock. Um, so, like, now they probably would – like you said, it was about 90 seconds came off the clock. They would have put at least a minute back and given Sterling Heights the ball. But that didn't happen. Instead, yeah. they just continued on like it was the way it was supposed to happen. So they gave the wrong team a possession that – took off time and led to points and had a, an effect on the outcome of the game. Yes. 
I'm just trying to think like some of the coaches right now, they would have they would have Bobby Knighted it probably. <laughs> like seriously, I, I talked to one coach about that um, a couple years later. He goes, I would have walked out on the floor and said, no, we are not doing this. This is not happening. You gave the wrong team the ball. This game is not valid from that point. We are not going to continue playing. <laughs> and I'm like, it sounds like an overreaction, but it's not. By the way, I'm really slowing down on these hot dogs. I am. It's the bread that's killing me. I have. Where are you at there? Because you I have one bite is, to go on I that think one. this is eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, there's eight left. Oh. You're halfway through it. One more oh, bite. No. You're halfway through it, Brady. Oh, jeez. You're halfway through it. <sighs> but you're, do, you're doing good. You're doing good here. I'll give you your, your little encouragement clap. It's like a marathon. It's like a marathon. You're, you're, you can do this. He's not going to do it. Uh, you can do this. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the other uh, really good ones is, um, and again, it, not so much that something strange happened, but it's just the whole thing is strange. So Brady had on the same day, uh, Brady did uh, Marine City Cousino. And I was doing oh. Port Huron High, Roseville. It snowed. Not like a little flurry. Like, it it looked like it was January. Out yeah, there. at points it was coming down sideways. Yes. Um, like, and I, I think it was worse for you because you're like in, in Marine City, there's nothing to knock the wind out. No, I was right outside sitting where I do just to the left of home plate. And it was so bad that I had to just scrap my – my scorebook and I had my phone there trying to just get the the game changer app up so I could see who's coming up for Cousino and just kind of guess. So in the, in this snowstorm on this bizarre day, 84 runs were scored between our two games. Brady's game ended 23 to 20 with Cousino scoring 11 runs in the top of the 7th. And my game ended 22 to 19. And PH had runners on base when the last out was made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I had like an 11 run top of the seventh. I think it was like 20 to 13 going into the final inning and it ended up, up like 24, 21. <laughs> it was, and it was just like one of those games you're like, is this real life? Am I sitting here in a snowstorm watching a 24, 21 baseball or softball game? Yeah. <laughs> and then the fact that, you had another game that was equally as ridiculous, and then the other game in the Matt Gold that that day was like twenty four to nine or something. Yeah, it, it was a, it was really high scoring, like the lowest scoring game of the day for the the Mac Blue Marysville yeah, Mac beat Blue. Chipp- Chippewa Valley twelve to nine. Yeah, that was the pitcher's duel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You doing all right? I am hanging in there. We're uh, Brady's halfway through it. We're going to take a break here. So if you need to take a breath, Brady, you can do it okay. right now. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 98 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So uh, 43 and a half minutes into his, oh, uh, since his first bite, and uh, he's through eight hot dogs. Yeah, eight to go. 16 is happening. One, one, uh, one segment to go. Of course, uh, we really don't have time restraints on the segment, but in general – we would we would go maybe fifteen minutes here. Yeah, I'm not doing a dog every other minute. Good lord! <laughs> I'll be excited if you get to ten. I really will. Ten, I think ten is a valiant effort. Ten is ten. Ten is about um, five more than I could do. 
I might be I might be able to force down five during the show. It is not the hot dogs, it is the bread. <laughs> the bread is just sits in your stomach. Um yeah, it, it's it's seriously, it is so much more about the bread. Because if I just had sixteen plain hot dogs, I think I could get close. But the bread and because I, ra- I I grilled them before I came in today, mm-hmm. and I wrapped them in tin foil. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to sleep. You know, you, you get me out of bed early enough as it is, and always like just before my alarm is going to go off. Like I got ten more minutes and my alarm is going to go off. I always get ding. And there's Brady texting me something. And today it was a picture of his girl with 16 hot dogs on it. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that at 845? Come on. And my alarm was set to go off at like 850. <laughs> it's, it's a, man. So, killing me. if you're a business or want to advertise here, this is the quality content <laughs> you will get on GetStuckOnSports.com. Oh, wow. Doing okay? My goal is ten, and that's iffy. You don't think you're going to get there? Have you even? You haven't even. Oh, you've taken a bite from the ninth one. That ninth one's been sitting in front of you for a while. It has because he's uh, and uh, probably too much information. But he spent uh, the entire break burping. <laughs> Aren't you glad you don't have to sit in? Here? I'm glad we don't have the extra headset right now, uh, so that there wasn't somebody <laughs> somebody in here to see this 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 display. <laughs> this insidious display um but uh at at this point it doesn't look like of course you never know you might he might have a great rally nope. this again th- this wasn't something that happened um in a game that i broadcast but i was it, at the time it was still called the ima arena out in flint and it's where the state did the hockey playoffs and northern was the next game yeah. Um, and the game before it was Linden and somebody, like Linden and Owasso or yeah. Linden and Davidson, Davison, two teams like that. And when we walked into the, the rink, it was like seven to one for Davison. Yeah. And it was in the third period. There was like 10 minutes to go in the game, and it was like seven to one. And they came back and tied the game with like 20 seconds to go at seven to seven. And they were still celebrating and going bananas when a kid for Davison skated over the blue line and ripped a slap shot past the goalie with like eight seconds to go to make it eight to seven. And so the team that had made this raucous comeback ended up losing the game anyways. <laughs> That's got to be the worst. Yeah. Like, could, could you imagine? To, to, you're, you're six goals down with ten minutes to go in a game, and you're, you're thinking, geez, they might get a couple more on us, and we might not even get to finish the game. We might get mercied here. And all of a sudden, with 20 seconds to go, you've tied the game in unbelievable fashion, and you're thinking you're going to overtime with a chance to win, and then you look up, and bang, you lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. That that would not be fun. I'm sure. I know we have other weird stuff that happened, but my brain is not working right now. Yeah, but you, you don't look good. No, <laughs> this this yeah. might end at eight and a half. Yeah, it doesn't look like you're even going to get through this ninth one. It is in. I, I'm telling you, it's the bread. 
<laughs> I, I have had to resort to using the water. Well, here, here's the thing, though. Like, you, you've got these other uh, eight hot dogs or whatever it is, yeah. seven hot dogs. Seven. You probably won't touch them the rest of this week. Like, you'll probably look at this and go, oh, I can't have a hot dog right now. And it'll probably be next week before you can even finish these hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. And no, you, you can't give them to the dog. <laughs> she might be getting a lot of hot dogs. You can't give these to the dog. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no dogs um, to the dog. Just anyway, you want to plug Jules? Don't even think about it. You want to plug the golf outing for a second while I collect myself? Hey, we have a golf outing. You know that it's August the twentieth. Hey, where's it at? It's at the Elks, and uh, that's the week before the football season kicks off. So it's like the last big hurrah of the summer, and it welcomes in the fall season. Uh, and it's the first annual Get Stuck on Sports uh, golf outing. Uh, to get a, a team registered, you just need to go to the website. Brady put in the extra effort in between eating dogs. There's a little tab at the top, golf outing, and you can get your team uh, registered, and we're doing that right now. It's $85 a player, which I'm told is very inexpensive for golf outings, uh, and uh, that's that's what we're doing. And if you're a business out there, a whole sponsorship is just $100. Uh, we'll have a skins game uh, closest to the line. Giving uh, away clo- some golf bags. Closest to the pin. It's a lot of spirit wear. We're going to have a lot of good stuff yep. from TP Logos. Uh, golf Country. Golf Country helping us out. Gave us a brand new golf bag that you can win. And, um, yeah, and then there's golf. I don't know. I'm <sighs> <laughs> I'm just watching Brady melt down here. Let it go. Don't, just don't, even, don't even bother. It's, there's only, like, just it doesn't matter. That's just that's just your the little devil on your shoulder talking. Listen to the little angel for a change. You're the little devil on my for, shoulder. For, for the first time in your life, listen to the little angel telling you, don't take that last bite. <laughs> and he takes he takes another bite anyways. See, this is this is how you can always get Brady. Tell him the opposite thing, and then he'll go ahead and do the thing that you want him to do. <laughs> uh so, uh, valiant effort, though. I'm not going to give you a hard time. I'm not. I'm not going to make you call me superior eater because I didn't even have a, a single bite. How about we don't bring that up? Oh, I like bringing that up, though. That's so much fun. <laughs> that died over at the station. Didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Nothing dies if you carry the memory on with you and, and continue to tell the story. Anyways. Brady lost a home run hitting contest to a guy twice his age. Uh, <laughs> who, who in, in defense, again, a Brady. See, I'm always sticking up for you. I mean, the, the guy was a, was a professional athlete who could have played baseball. Like that, that the, he had two sports and he chose hockey over baseball. But he could have played either. Like he played for the Canadian national team or something like we that. We might have to wrap this up rather soon. <laughs> Are you or, done? Or you might be doing the last few minutes solo. Well, we've gone long enough. So, I mean, if you're done, uh, I'm just waiting for you to officially throw throw in the towel. Wave right. the flag, whatever. <laughs> so Eight and a half, we'll, we'll eight score and it. Seven eighths. Eight and seven eighths. Um, and let's get uh, an official uh, time from the uh, scorer. In, we'll, we'll call it 52 minutes. It's fifth. It's fifty one forty three point six three. Yeah, if, if you want your track time. <laughs> so, okay, there you have it. All right, Brady's done. 
we're done, uh, and and we'll have a better idea for the next show here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.